In a podcasting world filled with true crimes, insane interview podcasts, and gross celeb news stories, Bryce and Ren, that's us, try to do the impossible. Create a podcast that'll help you survive your commute or workday. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bryce and Ren and Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. My name is Bryce Henderson. I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast. Today, we will be discussing Season 2, Episode 3 of Ned's Declassified, titled School Clubs and Video Projects. Uh, with me, as always, to break down all things Ned's Declassified is one Renan Fontes. Ren, how is it going? Bryce, it's going well. And can I give you a little piece of advice? Yeah. Always agree with the popular podcasters. Uh, mm-hmm. if, you want, if you want our podcast to survive, let's uh, let's start looking up who's doing well and just start copying what they say exactly. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, like, I'll find the, like, Conan O'Brien has a friend Facebook page and I'll just, like, copy and paste their statuses and pictures. Yeah. Is that illegal? It's not like, it, like on social media, like a little morally wrong, but it's not illegal. I don't think it is because it's like there's a share button right there. Yeah, we're just sharing for our own benefit. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, Ren, I could do that. I think <laughs> that'll that'll get us to blow up. That'll be really really good for us. Um, Ren, I want to start off this episode with something that has been in every single episode of Ned's Declassified, yet I don't think we've talked about it. Okay. I'm talking about uh, at the end of the intro when Ned says, your results may vary. Okay. Um, Now, is this here because, uh, like, I get that it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, but also is it legally protecting them? Legally protecting them? Maybe because the show's name has guide in the title? Yeah. Yeah. So is Nickelodeon, like, if if someone were to... Uh, in the case of this episode, like follow one of these tips where maybe like they join a school club with a friend so they can hang out together. And then uh, they join like chainsaw juggling class and the chainsaw takes off their arm and then they go to sue Nickelodeon. Um, can Nickelodeon can here legally say like, eh, your results may vary. Yeah. You know, this, this was a possibility. You should have known. Yeah. yeah. And so therefore we, as th- we provided the tip, but we didn't, we didn't tell you to, you know, get your chainsawed hand off. I think it's a way for Ned himself to avoid culpability. You know, he wants to, he just wants to give people advice. He doesn't care if it's good or bad. Okay. He wants to give it. Yeah. Which we kind of see him do in this episode where he's, he's very worried about his image and like what people think of, um, well, not that what people think of his tips, but that they're following his tips. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's how he makes his, like, his ad sense. <laughs> I assume that he has, like, for all of his tips, he has, like, a couple of, like, pop-up ads and sidebar stuff. Well, people definitely buy uh, pages in his guidebook, you know, like, local businesses. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he's, he's making some money off of it. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, smart businessman, that Ned's. Um, okay. So, Ren, we are going to do... Uh, two segments tonight we'll do school clubs and video projects uh which of these was better let's just start right off with that question 
I thought school clubs was better with an asterisk next to it. Yeah, so um, I I don't know. Both had their moments of fun to me. Um, I was looking at school clubs, though, just like this feels like the third time we've done this. And I know that it isn't, but it feels like the third time we've done this. Yeah, school school clubs definitely... And, like, in the same... It's basically the testing classes thing again. All it's electives, it. yeah. Yeah. This feels a bit more, uh... Feels a bit more, a bit more appropriate, given the context. Mm-hmm. But that's the problem. Ned's keeps doing the... It keeps introducing these concepts. It doesn't get it right the first time. Tries again, does it a little bit better. But, like, it still could have been better. So it tries it one more time. And even though this is, like, the technically best iteration of that concept and storyline we've seen it three times in less than a full season's worth of episodes yeah yeah it's it it definitely was um a little bit tiresome like i don't really care to watch Susie and moe's try out a bunch of uh bunch of after school clubs because i've seen these characters try out thing and thing again and... But, but we haven't seen Susie and Moe's do it together no. specifically. Yes, which I liked. Right. I liked the little arc of their relationship this episode. Yes. Or that segment. Yes. What I don't like about mm-hmm. school clubs, like what really brought it down for me, is Missy. I Her presence or like that storyline? Everything. I don't like Missy. Well, yeah. I, I like, and not even just like, oh, she's an unlikable character. I don't like her. Okay. She, she's not only like an unlikable character. I think she's just a poorly written character. I think she is worse than, she's basically a worse version of Bitsy with mm-hmm. a worse actress who can't pull it off. Yeah. We're like just supposed to assume that she is uh, who she says she is, right? Like that she's yeah. popular, that she's well-liked, but how? Like she's nothing but mean and vile. And, like, that was Bitsy, too, but her actress at least had that, like, popular girl charisma and energy yeah. to her. Yeah. Misty's actress so far has been, I think, the worst part of the show for me. Yeah. Her performance. It's only been, like, two, three episodes, I think, mm-hmm. but horrible. Major downgrade uh, from Bitsy. Ren, did you ever do any after-school clubs? I did. I did a drama club. Yeah. But that was all I did. That was it. What did you do? Um, I did Mock Trial. That was it. With Judge Reinhold? Mock trial. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Judge Reinhold was not there. But it would be at like, so it would be at my school. But unlike uh, most after school clubs, this was like an after after school club. It was like Monday mean? nights at like 630 or 7 o'clock. So did you have to leave school and then come back? Or would you just wait until so 7 kid- p.m. at school? Yeah, the kids who lived close enough would go home and come back. But I lived like... 30 45 minutes away in traffic so it just wasn't logistically worth it so i would just on mondays be at school from like 7 a.m whenever school starts to uh like 8 30 at night jesus christ dude what would you do to pass the time well so we would usually like order dominoes okay that's not uh, bad which like that that was a cool thing to do in high school because it's like oh i'm i'm cool i'm an adult i'm ordering food um and then i don't know what else we did but obviously we did something to pass the time. And then like lawyers would come like actual, like, cause that's why it was so late is because we yeah. would have actual lawyers come to like coach us on it. Um, and yeah, it was a time. Imprison a few kids. Yeah. <laughs> did you say imprison a few kids? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. The lawyer would come and he would, uh, he would actively, we thought it was mock trial. I thought it was mock trial the whole time, but I was actually 
um, I was imprisoning some, <laughs> some people. Um, in, like, all of them were innocent. These were corrupt lawyers who just wanted to get a few kids to pass some cases under their radar. Yeah, yeah, they, they, um, they came in and they presented this, like, whole case about, like, a car accident and all this stuff, and I thought it was just play, so, like, I went along with it and, uh, you know, made up a couple of car laws and they were just accepted, and then that poor person was put in, put in jail. <laughs> oh, boy, Ren. But I'm glad you got good experience out of it. I did, I did, and then, um, after three and a half years of doing it, I told my mom I wanted to be a lawyer, and she laughed. And so then I went to Leslie. Went to Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> it really yeah. only takes your mom laughing once to send you to Leslie, huh? It does, Fred. Could you imagine? Like you and I never would have met, but in that scenario, like, could you imagine me as a lawyer? <laughs> no. Yeah. I want to imagine we still would have met, but I'm trying to. How would we have met in this scenario? Have you ever we have you ever crossed paths with the law? With the law? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I. My, you know, I pirated a lot of games. Maybe you'll. Maybe you would have caught me. For I would have that. Yeah. And you, you just said that. You just said that on a podcast, Ren. The defendant is. Uh, Who cares? You're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're not I, one of the popular. I do my kids. due diligence. Yeah, we're not one of the popular kids. So. <laughs> Uh, we were no iCarly girls. <laughs> Yo, they posted a picture of Ren this week of like something happening on the show where they were like putting hand sanitizer on someone's belly or something like that. On wait from iCarly? No, it was it podcast? was no, it was on iCarly. But they posted okay. a picture of iCarly of that happening on iCarly, and like we dodged a bullet is all I can say. I, I it's funny you bring that up because the other day I was thinking if we did iCarly the. The conversations we'd have to have about Dan Schneider. Yeah. No. Like, it's, not I don't know. Can, it's not like a Kyle Massey situation. No. Where we can just brush it under the rug. We would have to actively discuss it and dissect it. Would, um, do you think that the iCarly girls actively talk about, like, the Schneider of it all? I'm sure they bring it up, but I don't know if, you know, I don't know if they would go in as uh, analytical as we do. Okay. So maybe, well, okay. So if we want to do it justice, you're saying we could possibly put together a Schneider cast. What I'm saying is, why no iCarly boys? Mm. Okay. Uh, that's for a turn on the side. Yeah, that is. <laughs> um, I did not get through all of Ned's to go to iCarly, by the way. Um, I I refuse. Uh, no, you you were in a, you're in a Disney mood, right? You wanted something more Corey-esque. I, I completely refuse to do something ago. that is a little bit sensical. After this, um, <laughs> it needs to be the most absurd, um, like grown worthy. I can't believe that this is a thing they want children to like type of show. Um, we are. I feel like we're actually on the same page there. Yeah, because, like, as much as I like Ned's, it just, like, I don't watch it and then leave saying, like, I can't believe that they just did that, or I can't believe I just watched that. It's, it's yeah. like, harmless good fun. Um, that's what There's Ned's no, is. like, Corey factor to it, where I leave a little bit irritated. Slash offended. On behalf of, like, <laughs> someone else in most cases. But... Or, like, in some cases, a made-up fictional race that, you know, has never existed will never mm-hmm. exist. <laughs> Dubinians? They're not real, but somehow I feel deeply, deeply offended on their behalf. <laughs> I mean, episode two of Corey, Corey, like, straight up uh, harasses and completely goes against all of the, like, time-honored principles of Bahavia. Um, 
He literally he causes a national crisis his second week in Washington D.C. Yeah. Oh uh, man. Yeah, and then like, because the stakes were just so different. Like, you look at Corey in the house, and like some of those stakes, and you look at Ned's, and it's like just so different, so different. The stakes Ned's are... is a show. Mm-hmm. I I feel like with Ned's, Ned's thinks it's a show that where anything can happen. Corey in the house is a show <laughs> where anything can actually happen. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, it's just because if you look at the world of the shows, like, if you look at the world of Nancy Classified, it is so structured. It is so, yeah. it knows exactly what it is and, like, what is reasonable within the world of Ned's. And even though, like, what's reasonable within the world of Ned is unreasonable, potentially, in the real world, it's still reasonable within the world of Ned's. Um, yeah, and it, there's at least, like, some layer of grounding you can see how neds is relatable to you know the american middle school experience in the Mm -hmm. 90s or 2000s yeah but there is nothing remotely relatable about Corey in the house's premise or its plot (laughs) or characters or how anyone behaves and it just Mm -hmm. creates such a weird like concoction of possibilities oh man um maybe maybe we'll go back to Corey after this just rewatch Corey. Just do it again. <laughs> this time we'll really do it justice we, uh, we at least have to rewatch the bone hand episode yeah. <laughs> or he's got a bone <laughs> i that the fact we did not even like truly touch on that line haunts me Ugh. i'll think about that fact and just wonder how what else have we missed <laughs> Okay, um, let's talk. Let's talk some Ned's here. So Ned yeah. is going to introduce us to the concept of after-school clubs, um, and we're going to see some of the different clubs that are being offered at James K. Polk Middle School. Ren. So we got uh, Mr. Quest. Bryce, wait, before we get into this, I have a yeah, question yeah. for you. Yeah. Did you have to pay to do your uh, no. lawyer club? No. Do you have to pay? In for my her... school, you had to pay for after-school clubs. Interesting. But I know ne- I never actually paid for mine. I got away with not paying for it. Okay. I just yeah, said good. that I did, and they believed me. <laughs> and it was fine. <laughs> um, that's confusing to me because uh, you went to a public school, right? That's right. I did go to a public school. Uh, okay. Extracurricular yeah, that... activities were $75. Wild. And so if you wanted, it was that all-inclusive? So it was like you, if you were doing one extracurricular, you got to pay 75 bucks, and then you were good for all of them? Yeah, I believe that was it. Or it wasn't like 75 bucks each. It was, was like 75, a... it was 75 bucks to do after, to like do extracurricular activities. Yeah. Each club had a treasure that had to collect that money. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Every time Drama Club came to collect for me, I always said that I had paid it already. Yeah, you, as you And should. you know, there, there's, you know, a 16 year old's not going to bother actually checking yeah. if you paid. And like 75 bucks is like not nothing, right? No, I, um, and there's, yeah, not to uh, like to put my school counselor hat on or anything, but like, that's there's a lot of benefits of of extracurricular activities and after school um participation and so that's like ha- oh, okay. uh, having that is just like a, a gateway uh, an unnecessary gate like why add gateway, transactions gate. to school right yeah exactly it's uh you think uh it'd be like if we if at leslie they charged us to like use the student center they were like, oh, I know that you paid for Leslie and that like on the tour, you saw the student center, but it's another like 200 bucks a year if you want to have access to that. Uh, Doble uses the Chuck E. 
Ichi's token system. If you want to get in, you gotta drop a Leslie token in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So, Red, so these clubs, these clubs are free, as far as I know, at James K. Polk Middle School. Um, We're gonna see the Poetry Club. We'll see the Sewing Club. Mr. Quest is running the Gamer Club. Should we join? Play some, uh, Play some Sea of Thieves, finally? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mr. Quest <laughs> Gamer Club. Well, you'd think it, what, it would be, like, more computer games, right? But it seemed to be more... That's what I was thinking. Um, like, board game, uh, like, uh, Dungeons & Dragons type role-playing games instead. Like, I feel like uh, if you're starting a D&D club, you just say it's, a, like, D&D. D&D, yeah. You wouldn't say Gamers Club. It's the Gamer Club. <laughs> yeah, Gamer is... It is such a broad term. So... Um, yeah, Missy uh, has the declass Missy's Declassified School Survival Manual Club, which is I wish that for this segment they would have changed the intro uh, notebook to oh. purple to match. Yeah, that would have been cool. That would have been pretty cool. Um, and it's it, yeah, so that's not what we get. Instead, we get introduced to it. Missy has like a popular kid cult where she's training kids how yeah. to be popular. The Missy Buddies. Yes, they all have buttons what on. This, doesn't this sound so much better as Bitsy Buddies? It does. It, it's it, like they, yeah. they wrote this Bitsy, but then they were stuck with this horrible character. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, would you have been bothered if they, I know that like, at the end of the day, it just would have been a different name, but like, if they just simply recast this actress as Bitsy, well, a big problem is the actress in this case, too. Yeah, so I don't know if it would have changed anything. Like, Bitsy herself, she's just a generic bully character, but she worked in the context of season one. Yeah. Because, you know, she she's not... So, there's just something so off about Missy's performance. Do you see it? Like, it's so, stiff. It's awkward. It's so unnatural. Yeah. It, it seems like, um, like maybe she has a parent that works in the network. Um, and that's yeah. how she got put into this um i think what strikes me as like the the key difference between the characters and in terms of how they fit in is bitsy was friends with Susie, so that's true it's like okay so someone likes her right and like even if Susie, at least in season one Susie was like not super mean could be mean but like wasn't super mean so there was at least something to kind of bridge her into the the world instead here missy is on an island she doesn't have any sidekicks she's not linked to any of the characters on the show in a way that's uh, meaningful and she's um, basically mm -hmm. if in between seasons they mashed bitsy and Susie together because they realized oh we can't keep Susie a bully for the rest of the series if she's going to be best friends with moe's yeah yep and so that's what they did yeah so um and her club here so her whole thing is like teaching these these kids to be popular uh which we don't even get a ton of we don't really get a ton of the content of what she's doing in it right she tells them to like I always think we get th- like we get like two scenes right yeah yeah she's like telling them to always think popular thoughts um which is fine it's whatever um do you think is it thoughts like t h o u g h or is it t h o t? It's t h o t. Think about popular thoughts. Thoughts. Okay. Yes. 
Yeah, it's, um, it's supposed to keep you like uh, mentally engaged at all times. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, Missy's Club is also going to have two tall bouncers, Ren, which is interesting. These are the, these are the tallest twelve-year-olds I've ever seen. So not only that, so we'd never see their faces. So it's a little bit of like, um, like reverse uh, the neighbor in Home Improvement, right? Um, Wilson. Yes, so it's like Reverse Wilson, where we uh, in that show we see his face but not his body. Here we're seeing some bodies and no face. Um, and they're gonna throw Ned out of the club. That's right. They uh they jazz from Fresh Prince him. Have you seen Fresh Prince? No, nope. So uh, Jazz in the Fresh Prince of mm-hmm. Bel Air is a side character who often gets thrown out of the uh out of their home, okay. the Bel Air residence. Like comically, like comically, he gets picked okay. up and physically thrown out the front oh, door. Ouch! Okay, it's a running bit. Yes. Uh, is jazz okay? Jazz is okay. Okay, <laughs> just... he's all right, everyone. Jazz Every... is fine. Okay, after because it's you said it's recurring, so that's a lot of a lot of tossing. Like over time, you'd probably get like concussions in your life and yeah. start losing some important memories, bodily yeah. functions, but. Yeah, it's a sitcom, so he's okay. He's all right. Jazz is okay. Um, Jazz is okay. Jazz is... Thank you. I was concerned. <laughs> um, and so now, uh, Susie and Moe's... So Ned's going to go tell tell everyone about, oh, Missy's starting this club. Susie and Moe's, uh, they're going to go join a club together. Um, so Moe's storyline is going to be figuring out what that club is going to be, right? Uh, Cookie does not know what club to join. He's like, I don't really know. Okay. I thought that uh, what we were going to get here was Cookie joining Missy's club. And maybe that would have improved that angle of the storyline, but I do like what Cookie gets up to here. Yeah, I do too. Um, yeah, so then uh, Cookie, as so he says this, and then he says, oh, Mose, I, I really liked this joke, Ren, where he's like, Mose, what if I just tag along with you and Susie and I join whatever club you do? And Mose is like, ah, sure you can't. I like um, that one too. Just the way that she says it is so like so quick, and then she goes, "Oh look, there's Susie," and immediately walks away. Um, so very brief uh, and quick shutdown of Cookie being part of that storyline. Um, yeah, uh, Cookie might join Missy's club. I wrote he goes to Club Ned instead. There's a club called Club Ned, and Ren, were you shocked at all to see that it's just the huge crew? Bryce, I was not. In fact, I was going to be disappointed if it was anyone but. Just the huge crew. <laughs> yeah, I don't think schools uh, today would allow <laughs> anyone to start an extracurricular club based solely around um, another student. I club think it's Bryce. Yeah, I think it's probably a no go. Um, there's something unethical about it, right? Un- yes. Immoral. Yes, unethical. Morality factor into this. <laughs> I think that there's there's a huge moral factor that schools would need to take into consideration. The schools in 2006 did not quite uh, take it into consideration, but I think today you know, they would. We were still in the No Child Left Behind era. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then Mose and I like this. Mose and Susie are walking through the hall. They're looking at like the different signs on the doors for clubs to join, and Mister Quest is out there. Gives them a little pitch about the gaming club or gamer club as he has like two sidekicks who are students. One of them is like so uh, like 
I don't know, like 25% energy, like shaking a pack of dice at them. Yep, I watched him the entire time. <laughs> it's I was so low energy. Him. Yeah, him <laughs> and then the kid next to him is holding up like a dragon and like making it look as if like the dragon's like hissing at them. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Mr. Mr. Quest knows how to, you know, get his students invested, yeah. motivated. Um, like, I'd be so worried if a teacher was talking to me in high school and then just two kids were next to him with, like... <laughs> like, acting like a posse? Yeah. Like, I, trying, to, trying to muscle me into joining his club? Yeah, by, like, taunting me with the plastic dragon. Like, please <laughs> don't, no. Um, all right, and then Ned, Ned Ned's up to some shenanigans. He's going to get into Macy's club one way or another. This time he's going to disguise himself in a suit and tie, and my favorite part, the mustache. Um, he also has a wig. He does have a wig, yeah. He looks very disheveled in this outfit, and who would thought he gets caught for wearing the cheesy disguise? Um, Yeah. This short middle Going schooler back has a full mustache. Yeah, that's what I. That was my favorite part of the disguise. <laughs> like Ned, Ned, no one's gonna buy it if you have a mustache on your face. Um, but that was not the last we've seen of that mustache, right? It's not. We see it one more time, right? Yeah, yeah, we do. Um, but before that, Cookie is going to. So remember, Cookie has no clue what club to join. He's not really part of any storylines right now. So he talks to Lisa Zemo, and um. He's like, you know, I really enjoyed digging through the school and finding stuff um, with Gordy last year. And we get a flashback. I love that like a, continuity. Like a thought bubble of uh, Cookie and Gordy digging through the school. And so I that, think this is like the best way you can do continuity. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is. Have We're, a past episode actively influence what a character likes or dislikes or wants to do or doesn't want to do. Yes. Yeah, and that's what that's what he does, and that that's what we get here. Where Cookie now will um, go ahead and tell Lisa Zemo that he wants to start up this dig and find stuff club, and she's like, "You mean archaeology?" He's like, "Sure, whatever." Um, and so he's gonna do that. She's gonna. Um, this would destroy though the uh, structure of the school. This much. It digging. will. The very foundation of James K. Polk is about to be torn asunder yeah um that would be an exciting like finale right is that cookie has dug one too many holes and so this school is gonna collapse um do they they... have to get out or are they all like making peace with that fact no they're like making peace with it so um like ned's storyline is like he's trying to save it like he's trying to keep it up gordy's like there's no way there's not a chance um cookie like if is he's feeling terrible that he's he just took down a whole building and then he's depressed all episode yeah and moses like is like telling everyone to like get over it and move on like you know that means that we'll get a new exciting school um but they're trapped inside the building right well no they're not trapped Oh, okay. In in my mind, I was imagining them trapped in the building. No, no, no. So, like, it's known. Like, it's like uh, the reports come back and the building is going to fall apart. Okay, what I was thinking, what I was envisioning, was that uh, one of Cookie's tunnels, like, caves in the doorways. Yes, okay. And then from there, it's just kind of like a, 
you know, let's all make peace with the lives we have. So, like, they're gonna die. Oh, look, I'm not saying anyone's gonna die here, okay? Mm-hmm. But, like, in the premise of this episode, yep. like, Ned's gonna figure it out at the end. He's gonna get everyone out at the last minute. Yep. But everyone's gonna have, it's gonna be like in Toy Story 3, when yep. they're in the incinerator, and okay. they're all holding hands. Mm-hmm. It's going to be exactly like that. The school, okay. the tunnels have caught fire. <laughs> <laughs> the tunnels have caught fire. Cookie made a huge mistake. Hands. Wow. But because they drank uh, Mr. Sweeney's magnet potion earlier, Gordy's going to come in with a crane and a giant magnet and uh, swoop him up. Okay. Um, okay. So, you and I were talking about the world of Ned's Declassified. Um, I think that even something like that, I think, might betray the world of Ned's Declassified. Why? Um, mostly just because of the, uh, the magnet potion. I don't think Sweeney would make enough for everyone. Wait, so is, is your problem a matter of Sweeney, Sweeney making enough or Sweeney making it at all? No, enough. <laughs> Okay, I guess that's fair. Yeah, I think he might make like probably a single vial for himself. So should we should we let a like only a select few characters survive? Um. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe like, that can be part of the conflict. Uh, yeah. Moses and Ned have to take one of the vials from Sweeney. <laughs> let's let's move off of the the school collapsing storyline <laughs> that doesn't happen <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> finale yeah uh let's move off of that because it doesn't happen and never happens in this series of the show um (laughs) and we have already spent about 10 minutes on it so let's not (laughs) anymore uh what we were talking about was so Susie and Moe's they're gonna try out some different clubs they'll try out sewing club but they realize they're competitive about it Right. And so that's going to be kind of their conflict is they realize that they like these clubs, but they want to compete with each other. They, uh, I, I like that, uh, they lean into it though, that it's mm-hmm. not so much conflict as it is finding the right thing they can be competitive with. Yeah. And it's, and like the funny thing about it too is that, like, um, I love in the scene that we get, uh, we've known for a while that Crony has been involved in sewing club. Yeah. But I think that this is the best, like, crony isn't sewing club bit that we've had so far. Definitely. And I think it it's extra funny because of how often the bit has happened, too. Yeah. Yeah, where um, Mr. Monroe holds up, like, lingerie. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, do you want to see some really good sewing? And then real quick, crony wearing Ned's mustache from earlier. Um, and the wig... Yeah, he has the blonde yeah. wig over, but like it's not on well enough. It, it's no. just on enough so you can see the bottom yeah. of his black hair. Yeah, he like grabs it and he's like, he's like, oh, like you don't need to see that, um, because he's just so embarrassed by it. So I hope that eventually he has a moment where it's like he's loved for his involvement in sewing club. It'd be a shame if that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. I hope later in the show we do get that. Um, instead, uh, Monroe recommends Susie and Moe's try kickboxing, which we don't see, but we do see them leaving the gym with a lot of bruises on their faces. That's right. They, uh, comp- they beat the utter shit out of each other. Yeah. 
like they're they're like swelling too. You, oh, so you you believe that they were they did that to each other? Oh yeah, I I hundred percent believe they sparred. Oh, each other. which like I I can't say didn't happen because their <laughs> whole thing is that they're competitive with each other. I just assumed that in general it was like a Fight Club type deal, and like that's the gag that we they were going for. Oh, interesting! Interesting how yeah. we had different interpretations. Yeah. Um. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, and cartoons and stuff, and like shows like this, people always lose teeth. They do. Should we have had a scene of them spitting out teeth? <laughs> yeah, they should have walked out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I think it's so funny. Done the whole like their mouths are closed, they look at each other, and then they just like spit out a bunch of teeth. <laughs> like 20 teeth fall out from both of them. <laughs> It, it has like oh just gosh. enough teeth where it's not all your teeth, but it's an, unco- an uncomfortable amount. No, of that would be a hilarious bit, Ren. And whatever show wants to take this is they go to like someone goes to spit out teeth and it's way too many teeth. And then they're also like, if you're looking at their mouth, their teeth are still fully intact. <laughs> they got they have an extra row. Yeah. Um, so then they Cookie and Ned, they're uh, so Ned's gonna dig with them. Actually, no, no, I, uh, I jumped ahead. I jumped ahead. Yeah, you jumped. Yeah. Um, no, I, I guess I didn't really. Cookie's going to do uh, the archaeology tunnel system. So he's doing that. Ned's going to join because he wants to dig into Missy's club. Because she turned right. her club into a cult. Yes. And Ned wants to put a stop to it. Yeah. Like, Ned's really just worried about, like, his own branding, right? He just doesn't like that someone else is doing a guide. Yeah. And, like, he should have seen the writing on the wall. And mm-hmm. known that Missy's manual would have imploded on itself. Yeah. Um, yeah, if he had just left it alone for all of two seconds, it would have been fine. Like, I think... these kids would have figured out eventually what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, when Missy would have presented them all with, like, a welcome basket, and then just, like, in com- uh, the scene in Community where uh, they would all, like, cut it open, and then Missy would be like, now you all owe me $75 <laughs> for the gift. Um, yeah, they, th- that club was destined to fail. So Ned just wants to accelerate that. So he's going to try to go with in, in Cookie's tunnel system <laughs> to try to get to Missy's club. Instead, they will accidentally dig into Club Ned, where Ned will fall and be devoured. That's right. The huge crew immediately pounce him. Mm-hmm. It's like hyenas. Yes, I'm surprised that later on when we see Ned, uh, all of his limbs are still intact. Do you think Ned should appear with one less arm in next episode? Yeah, yeah, but have it not be addressed. Like, have it just be for the viewers who understand. Continuity for us astute audiences. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people would always ask on the forums, what happened to Ned's arm? And it's like, well, season, season two, episode three, Ned falls into the huge crew pit, loses his arm. Um, and then spits out half his teeth. So then, <laughs> um, yeah, so we get a montage. We get our, our weekly montage in this segment. A fine montage. We get some ping pong, some tunnels, some falling, some pottery. Yeah. Chemistry. Mm-hmm. The whole shebang. Yeah, I don't think it's that good. It's, Sweeney has a helium tank. Yeah, and that's how the, seg- the montage ends is they accidentally dig into the helium tank and then the high voices they all uh lisa ned and cookie all of like super high voices um 
while they uh, realize that, you know, this digging is never going to stop, essentially. I don't really know what they're talking about. I think they're just talking for the sake of having funny voices. They, the Lisa basically says as much at the end of the scene. That's yeah. their button. Yeah. I do like that uh, Lisa's just hanging out with them, though. Yeah, I do, too. Um, Lisa Zemo likes Cookie so much. And Cookie just is a middle school boy. Yeah. He's just <laughs> so oblivious to the whole thing. Uh, but I love how they play that, don't you? Me too. It's sweet. They have a nice dynamic. Yeah. Um, it, it is such a good dynamic, and it's so fresh. It's not like um, Lisa's like too over the top, and it's not like Cookie is just like, ew, like, I don't like girls or anything like that. Um, instead, it's, it's just, different. he's just like, he's oblivious. He's just yeah. so oblivious to Lisa's emo. Um, okay, and then... They finally dig into Missy's club. And um then comes poster mouth. Yeah, I didn't like this. You didn't like poster mouth? No, so there's a poster of Missy on the wall, which is strange in and of itself. Right. It's like uh you remember when Dwight becomes manager in the office and he has that big painting of himself? Yes. It's like same that. vibe. But so but this is a school, and I'm assuming that Missy doesn't get to use this room 24-7. So, like, does Missy have to take down and put up every single day this picture of herself? Well, no, the unpopulars do. Okay. Yep, she has them set it up. <clears throat> um, yeah, so Ned breaks in, talks to them all about, like, oh, where's Missy? Missy's out getting her afternoon tea. She'll be back. Ned warns them all. Missy comes back, calls all the kids dorks, and they all rebel. Well, you forgot the part where Ned gets pulled out of the wall by his lips. <laughs> right <laughs> where he gets physically ripped through drywall mm-hmm. from, by by his lips yeah i'm pretty sure the only other time this has been seen on tv was in a looney tunes cartoon <laughs> um yeah those are some strong lips that ned has <laughs> to be ripped through the wall like that yeah the bouncers do that and then everyone rebels um and they leave it's so unsatisfying. Miss and Missy's just like, no, I, I don't leave my car. <laughs> it's there's like nothing. She has like no real reaction to it. It's I just uh, I don't uh, like shucks. It goodbye, guys. Uh, you'll never be popular anyway. Uh, um, yeah, it is. It is super unsatisfying. She's just like so neutral to it. She's like, oh bummer. Oh well. It is what it is. And, like, Ned City Classified is usually pretty good about giving characters their comeuppance. Yeah. Like, we, yeah. we poisoned one bite last week. <laughs> you're, you're telling me Missy gets off scot-free this week? Why? Mm-hmm. We already poisoned a kid. Maybe, well, I mean, let's, what else? let's see how far we can go with this. Yeah, what I'd say, Ren, is that probably because she didn't really do anything that was that bad this week. I guess. Like, I, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. This was not our worst. We've only seen her in, like, two episodes, but this was not the worst. She was way worse last week. This was just, like, she started a club with this name similar to Ned's guide and then was mean to some kids. It's She's just such a unappealing character to me. Yeah. I thought the bouncers were going to throw her out. They should have. I thought... They, like, they should have just done something. That would have been fine, right? The bouncers throw her out. I mean, that's, um, like, the natural conclusion to the bit and, like, the mm-hmm. turnaround moment for her power. Yeah. Like, there's no turnaround. Nope. 
Um, Mose and Susie, they're going to find the club for them finally, Ren. Uh, it is the gaming club where they are playing Dungeons and Dragons-esque games with each other. Uh, all the boys in the club are going to stare at them because they're not used to seeing girls around. This was a joke that didn't need to be in there. But Bryce, this was the 2000s. This yeah. was just humor back then. I know. It's not really that funny. It's a, it's, it's a joke that's reflective of its era. Yeah. Um, and then Ned still didn't join a club. That's when he stumbles across the totally fun club that Ned will love club. And he goes in, and sure enough, it's just a disguised name for Club Ned. And the huge crew eat him. Alive. And that's the last <laughs> we see of Ned. He's oddly enough not in the next segment. That's why they actually introduced Missy's Declassified School Survival Manual yep. in the first segment, because that's what the show mm-hmm. becomes. Yes, they were trying for, um, it was a failed uh, spinoff for a pilot. Bryce, mm-hmm. just like should, to- should today's episode be called Bryson Wren and Missy's Declassified School Survival Manual? Um, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Um, all right, Ren, that's our segment. That's that's that. Um, you want to look at some of these tips that were in here? Yeah, it's only a couple. Um, the first one that they show, show us is join a school club with a friend so you can hang out together. I mean, yeah, that's pretty sound advice. Yeah. You want to hang stuff. out with a friend? Join the same club. Yeah. Uh, it's not really a tip. It's kind of thanks, Ned, for the obvious advice. Common sense. Yeah, join a school club with uh, someone who you don't like. It's like, no, Ned. Let's go with C. C. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, tip number 367.99Q. If you don't like a club, quit it and find another. Yeah, don't uh, don't keep doing something you don't like. Yep. That's like true for anything in life, though. Yeah. Right. You don't like anything that you're doing in life, right? Life's only so short. Just quit. Just quit. You know, do do what you enjoy. Uh, if you don't like if you don't find a club that you like, start your own. Be the change you want to see happen, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I think this is also another fine tip. Um yeah. it can be easy, it can be difficult based on where you go to school. That's but... true. Like depending yeah. on what the faculty is like too. Yeah, because you, know, you might usually... not have the means to make a new club. Yeah, because usually you want to find a faculty member who like backs the club, right? Who like yeah. actually supports it. Um, just like we did with uh, the improv troop, Ren. That's true. Yeah. Um, who was did Dennis end up our advisor? I was Cy, right? Well, it was like well, it was an English teacher for a little bit. I thought. Oh shit! You're right. It was it was that English teacher whose phone number we had in. We did, like, nothing with. And we then, never did anything with them. And then we tried to get it to be uh, the guy who did improv with Improv Boston, right? Yes, I, I remember that, yeah. Um, but I think then the school told us that it couldn't be him. Huh. Oh, was our advisor walking in? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Red. Um, anything else in that segment? You feeling good? I, it's funny. I was feeling more positive about it when I watched it, but discussing it, it's I'm like, feeling, I'm feeling yeah. more negative. I don't, I have a feeling though, that it just means I'm going to feel even more negative about the next segment because I didn't really like it. Oh no. I thought the I next one had some value. Uh, but I, thought, I, I thought the first one was better actually. Yeah. I don't know if it's just because like I did 
a lot of video projects during my schooling, like high school, middle school, college. I did a ridiculous amount of video projects um, because I teachers would always be like, you can do a presentation. And I would say, can I do a video instead? And they'd say, sure. Yeah. Um, And it was always a lot more fun to just do a cheesy video than a PowerPoint presentation. I think I would have liked the segment more if Monroe actually gave them a real assignment and it wasn't, if it was, and if it wasn't so half-assed, like, Oh, we want to do a video episode, but how do we do it? Oh, let's just do it. Who cares? Great point. Cause there's no structure. Um, History. Mr. Wright is randomly giving them like an assignment to make a documentary. That's at least something. And then Mr. Yeah, Monroe, that, that, there's substance there. Mr. Monroe know, gives relatable. a video project to um, in his life science extreme class, but there's um, no prompt. He's gonna say what the theme is. The kids all cut him off. Then he says, "Do whatever the hell you want," and they do. Like I, I get why that concept is fun, but I don't know. It just it didn't work for the segment, in my opinion. It didn't make it better. Um, I will say that I like yeah. the little arc and the little message of the episode in the end. Mm-hmm. I like how they work in Quirly. I think that's probably what th- that's my thing with season two so far. And like it go like also what I like about the first segment is that when it was fleshing out Moe's and Susie's dynamic, I thought it was great. And that was like, that's mm-hmm. good character work. Yeah. And it's done in a way that like that's it's done it more elegantly than it's handled in other kids shows, which yes, I appreciate. Definitely. It's it's you're we're getting show don't tell like completely from that montage, yeah. And like with Quirly, we also get like some decent fleshing out. Like it's this actually handles the bullying theme better than the actual bullies segment did. Mm-hmm. This is way more natural and organic. Everything involving Quirly, yeah. And that that also kind of like as good as that is it takes away from the video projects angle because the segment's no longer about the videos and the videos themselves. I didn't really like, okay. To be completely honest, like cookie and Ned's ideas. I'm totally uninvested in this spaceship Mm -hmm. movie versus ninja movie nonsense. That's nothing to me. And it also goes back to Monroe, not giving them an assignment. There's no reason for me to care. So, okay. So let's talk. um, Let me just, I'm going to look briefly at this segment. Because okay. there's not really, um, to your point, there's not really a lot here. No. There really isn't. Um, there's kind of, so I'd, I'm trying to think, maybe it makes a little bit more sense for us to go a little bit. Um, storyline by storyline? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. going to say a little, a little bit, um, approach this a little bit differently this time around. Where we do have um, Moses' storyline. Let's start with Moses. Okay. Because right? hers is like structured pretty well. Yeah. Um, she, her like actually follows the logic of the segment. Yeah. So she's in Mr. Wright's class. Mr. Wright gives them an assignment to do a documentary. Okay. Put together a documentary. It could be on a friend, a parent, maybe your favorite teacher. He kind of hints, hints, nudge, nudges. Um, he turns around to his class facing away from them and says, by the way, if you are thinking of doing of like using me as your documentary, um like focus you know let me know as soon as possible because i'm gonna be my time is gonna be filling up quick with these and then mo's the only one who asks them and i I feel like that's sad friend do you you feel bad for mr right i feel bad for mr right yeah i uh i like that this segment is basically that episode of community where the dean shoots a commercial for greendale (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> that I that I really like. I like yeah. the because I wasn't expecting that at all. Mm-hmm. I wish it was handled a little bit more, a little bit funnier. You know, yeah. Because I don't think his uh, the persona he puts on is really as funny as it can be. It's just kind of like, oh, this, well, is, this is the best you could do. Yeah, I mean, to go go with that kind of comparison, it's also tricky. Where Mister Wright is not someone who we know a lot about. We yeah, know that he true. did the talent show in the. Uh, last season he is a very kind of a, dr- a drier teacher he's kind of s- pretty straightforward yeah um, he strikes me as the closest thing the teachers have to a straight man yes not really like a, a good sense of humor on him and so um that's why when we get him going through this like identity crisis that he goes through in this episode it's definitely less impactful than when the dean is uh covering himself in like soot and ash um <laughs> in community <laughs> such a good show yeah it's a great show um so most even approaches him and is like hey like i was thinking about doing you and mr Wright's like i don't know i'm kind of gonna be busy and um she was like oh i'll go to mr Chopsaw then and he's like no 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 no. like it's fine you can do me um I'm, Chopsaw documentary now that's something i could get on board with and he was a uh he was school president at one point yeah. so you know there's relevance to James K. Polk history. Ah, uh, would have been so good. Uh, said so we get Mr. Wright. Um, so then we'll get Mose goes to um, Mr. Wright's like, okay, like, I'm excited to be the star. Like, let's start this thing first thing tomorrow. Um, so Mose is ready the next day. And Mr. Wright comes in. He's wearing, like, a ton of knee pads. <laughs> and a helmet and some sunglasses and like a t-shirt he says that he likes to grind a few rails to start his day he's holding a skateboard and he says word um, uh, and then he gives mo some rare footage bryce quote unquote. specifically mr wright says he likes to grind a few rails and ollie a few benches <laughs> i don't know it just keeps them connected <laughs> yeah mr wright does <laughs> It just keeps him connected? What does that mean? Like, um, I don't know, to the pavement. <laughs> to the, right? Mr. Like, Wright's just hitting the pavement each morning? I think that's the thing with, like, skateboarders, is they feel, like, intrinsically connected to, uh, to the sidewalk, to cement. One, they're one with the walk. Yeah, and, like, uh... You know, like getting a couple of bruises and scrapes here and there, like that's part of the job. Like that empowers them. Like Fight Club. Um, yeah, like Fight Club. Yeah, and so um, when Mister Ray gives most the rare footage, I was like, oh boy, what could this be? I was hoping it was gonna be good. Um, <laughs> and. It was not bad. It Mose pulls it out, pulls out her camera, puts it on. Um, and we see her watching um, a man who looks much smaller than Mr. Wright shredding in the skate park. Uh, to which she says, that's not right. Which is funny, right? That's, that's a good joke. You yeah, know, not, not right. Play. Not correct. And also not Mr. Wright. That's not Mr. Wright. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so she does this, um, and then 
she we see her again filming Mr. Wright. He's now driving a motorcycle through the school hallway. That's right, with a woman on the back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Loomer uh, and uh, the gang go to uh, confront Mr. Wright, tell him how cool he is by reciting their lines, which they've written down and taped on the back of Parrot Boy. You are the coolest, Mr. Wright. Mm-hmm. What a special teacher you are. Yep. Um, and that's when Mr. Wright and uh, Moses like, okay, stop, stop, stop. Um, so it's like, I'm pretty sure it's called, you say cut, pretty sure it's cut. And instead, Moses is going to talk to Mr. Wright. Mr. Wright is like, I just want it to look cool. I want the kids to think I'm cool. Also, I promise this lady she's in an aftershave commercial. This isn't um, you, Mr. Wright. This isn't your heart. Yeah. So Moses, Moses is like, I think you're one of the best teachers, which makes you pretty cool. Bah. And that's all right with me. Awful. Uh, it was like a little bit too like um, after school, especially with this. Even the uh, her like final video with Mr. Wright going about how he loves when he sees a student learn something it's new. It's so cheesy, right? Like it's it's played way too straight for the kind of show mm-hmm. Ned is. And yeah, and she does include the skateboard clips afterwards. Um, but it's the yeah. class loves it. Yeah, it makes me think of, like, the uh, episode in season one with the um, student teacher, where Moe's, like, kind of, like, uh, right. makes a plan with the student teacher and stuff, and is like, hey, I got your back. Yeah. Um, like, I, I guess that that plays some of Moe's characteristics of, like, she sees these teachers as, like, actual people, and not just, like, teachers or, like, adults sometimes out to get them. That's true, and that kind of makes her seem more mature than the rest of the cast by comparison. Yeah. Which yeah. is important because she definitely is the most like emotionally and intellectually mature of the main three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I can see that logic. It's just, I don't know. The, my big issue with the Mr. Right stuff is, is ultimately that it's just not as funny as it could be. Like, it's no. not that it's unfunny. It's not that it's like not charming in its own way. But like, I know that Neds can do better. I know Neds can be better. And I know that like this isn't the best way to handle like this kind of storyline like a uh, straight laced uh, straight man character breaks down and gets unhinged when you do like an introspective look at their life like that's the whole point of like the interview breakdown the person breaks down because you're they're you know intimate parts of their lives vulnerable parts of their lives are being exposed it's the yeah. whole thing with the dean with like Mr. Wright, there's no logical reason for him to do this other than the, other than to get the kids to like him, which is a fine enough motivation, whatever. But it goes back to what I was talking about, where it's not as funny as it could be. It isn't. It just isn't. Yeah, there's there isn't a lot of humor in it. Um, I like I the funniest thing that I thought was that he got this random lady. Um, yeah, and I feel like even that wasn't meant to be. Like the part I found funny was that he got the lady and told her she was in an aftershave commercial not like the situation itself exactly. i guess um not him on the motorcycle in the school hallway i just didn't i didn't think that that was that funny so but like, like that's it that's all that our kind of b plot is in this episode is just moe's making this documentary which turns out pretty cringy if i'm being honest yeah it's uh, a mm-hmm. bit too saccharine for me yeah. Which is, it's weird, because, like, the other half of the episode actually does land that emotional beat well. Yeah. Like, that, say, uh, without feeling like a very special episode PSA. 
Yeah. Oh, that's such a good point, Ren. It yeah, because I really, really liked what was going on with our A plot. Like I liked um so to set it up, we have Martin Squirrely. Well, okay, okay. Uh we already talked about Monroe gives this assignment um yeah. to life science class. Uh it's Crony and Loomer are making a video, and then Ned and Cookie are also making a video. Um Ned and Cookie have this like honestly it's so irrelevant it doesn't even matter this like back and forth debate about whether they want to make a ninja movie or a space movie it's it's like they had the idea for the quarterly storyline and they knew exactly what they wanted to do there Mm -hmm. but they had no clue how to fill in the in-between so we just get like the thing that frustrates me about this is because i also did like a bunch of video projects in high school yeah and like college like early college and stuff and i loved that and uh but like the whole ninja movie spaceship like space epic debate like this is not a relatable problem which you know one is fine it's not a big deal not everything on nets has to be relatable but it's a show about school life yeah so it's the reason that like each segment should be in some capacity relatable yep and like yeah i don't know it i also i don't know i it's just dumb. The whole, like, space ninja thing. It feels like bad picks against each other. Exactly. Because it's like, I don't care. I don't care. Um, I don't care whether Ned and Cookie make a ninja movie. I don't care if they make a space movie. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I just, it's I not just interesting. want it to be resolved. Um, the only thing that I do care about, Ren, is um, we do eventually see a space epic um, of some form in this. And my question for you is, which is better, the space epic here or the space epic in Cory in the House? <laughs> the uh the space the space epic here definitely had a better special effects mm-hmm. the space epic in cory in the house we can at least say that it ended a journalist's career yeah <laughs> yeah oh, i hate that show <laughs> yeah um uh, that was really literally that was the only thing i i cared about was just that connection that was the only thing that made me care at all um i i i do want to point out that uh I think Ned is fighting a losing battle here. Like, between a ninja movie and a space epic. Oh, yeah. You have a friend. You have a best friend who's supposedly a cyborg. Yeah. Who's amazing at special effects. Mm-hmm. You really want to do the ninja movie? No. Like, no. Oh, come on. Play to your strengths. Yeah. Like, no wonder Cookie wants to do a space movie. He's hearing Ned, like, asking for the impossible. <laughs> um. So then they're going to go to the AV room to get their stuff. Um, and without knowing what's to come, uh, you see a silhouette of Martin Squirrely with, like, who knows what's going on. Yeah. I was so confused. I, I wrote, what is happening in this reflection? Um, I thought we were just missing a joke or, like... Me too. Like, I thought him, like, being weird was the joke or something, mm-hmm. but I just wasn't, like, getting it or something, no. whatever. No, so he'll like quickly open up the AV room, give his camera and uh, a tape to Ned and Cookie, and then close the door. Um, meanwhile, uh, we see what Loomer and Crony have been working on. Ren, uh, Loomer is uh, filming paint drying on cardboard for three hours. That's right, Bryce. It is a uh, reflection on the ideas that society reveres before throwing away mere moments later. Yes. Kind of deep for Loomer. Yeah, I uh, I think one of my favorite lines in the show though so far. Yeah. Could you um, I as a middle schooler, I would have been, as a student, I would have been so thrown off if 
a kid in my class presented this as a teacher i would have been like probably crying you know like this is too much in tears yeah how did this student know to create perfect art no but don't worry don't worry ren crony uh gets loomer back into uh back on a solid ground by saying no 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 forget this we gotta do a teen slasher with the baby with the baby their baby is duct taped um all over the place by the way (laughs) um i would spend an entire season or i would love to do like a episode a whole centric episode on that baby's life from us season one to now yeah (laughs) um Uh, so what else? Uh, Ned and Backpack Boy are going to fight. Backpack Boy like runs into Ned. This is it filming. This is filming for the vi- the movie. And Ned's embarrassed by it, so he quickly erases it. Okay. Remember that. It strike me as something Ned would actually be embarrassed about. No. Because it also it wasn't embarrassing. Backpack Boy hitting Ned with the backpack. Um, and so then uh, the next day, Cookie will show that he added special effects, and now it's a ninja movie in space. Ned dies. Yeah, Ned, Ned <laughs> dies inside. He's very upset. Um, and that's when Loomer sh- sh- is showing in the hallway this video of Martin Squirrely fighting alone in the AV closet with a broom. So it, it's it's kind of like the Star Wars kid video. It's, yeah, it's Star Wars kid, um, which came out six months before this episode aired. On YouTube. damn, Ned was in on the <laughs> in on it right away. Yeah. So they they knew what was going on here. They quickly made this. Um, and my favorite part about this is so uh, Squirrely is super embarrassed. He's going to be super embarrassed. We'll see uh, this next scene. Ned, I just wrote Ned is thrown all over the place on stage because, again, I don't know what we're watching. Like they're filming. Oh, you talking about the scene where they're filming. Yeah, they're filming a like- scene where Ned has to be strapped up. Okay, um, so it wasn't just me. There was no context for this, right? No. Okay. Nope. Um, Ned has to be strapped up, and it's like I'm conf- uh, the him being strapped up is very loose. It's like he's strapped up on stage, um, into this setup. He gets picked up. He's thrown around a couple of times, then flies out of like the uh, harness. And that's that. Yeah, that's that's. That was pretty much it from the scene, right? Oh, he yeah. he, he sees Squirrely hiding. Yeah, he gets flung out of yeah. the harness and sees Squirrely. That's the point. Yeah. So he like r- falls into the curtain and Squirrely is hiding behind the curtain. So Ned has a conversation with him and Squirrely's like, everyone's calling me Dork of the Rings, uh, Dork Tricks. Ned's like, oh, what about Dork Vader? Um, and Ned ensures that Squirrely, uh, Ned assures Squirrely all the kids will forget. And then we see a scene of all the teachers laughing at him. But I, where is this? Well, they laugh so hard and so loud that Ned immediately recognizes their laughter and says, is... except teachers, teachers never forget. Okay, and are you just making that up? Like, then that's that's why they were supposed to know? Or, like, was the laughter that, that audible? Like, we it, it, to... it's, You can hear it in the background when it cuts back to them. Okay, because it, it looks like them standing in the teacher's lounge. And then this scene where Ned and Swirly are is, like, a stage. They're in the gym, right? I I thought they were like on a stage. It could have been in the gym. I thought they were in the gymnasium where oh, they the had teachers. the teachers. Uh... No, the teachers. The teachers were in the teachers' lounge. Okay. Ned was on stage. It was when confusing. He filming, yeah. Right? Uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't know. That's all right. Yeah. Um, I just did. I, the teachers laughing didn't do much for me. Me neither. Um, if anything, like poor Squirrely. Right. That's. A, I feel like it's even worse to have the people who should be trying to mm-hmm. get this to stop laughing at you. Yeah. Um, and so now we're at the next day, Ren, and Cookie uh, tells Ned that he... Oh, Ned's like, let's look at the final project. Ned puts in the tape, and it's just the intro, and then the whole thing was deleted. Because he recorded himself eating. Yes. Um... <laughs> And then we get the most specific tip ever. Always click protector tabs on your tapes, Red. Uh, what happened to the writer of this episode, do you think, Bryce? <laughs> um, I, I don't know, Ren. What do you think? Do you think he was... Uh, do, you, like... do you think he forgot to press the protector tab on his tape? Yeah, I think so. You you mean like in his past? Like that's why yeah. this was so specific. This is so specific. It must have happened mm-hmm. to whoever wrote this episode. Yeah, it does. It's it's a, such a strange tip, especially in twenty twenty one to get, because um, Ned's classified is for the most part pretty timeless. Yeah, but then we get this random tip about protecting the tab, uh, protecting your uh, videotapes. <laughs> I'll let you sure. that in mind. My- the next time i'm taping anything so what are ned and cookie to do ned uh cookie only has a special effects desk and ned's like well we can't turn that in and so instead they uh well hold on so ned has an idea right and then before we see ned's idea come into play uh we go to mr monroe's class it is premiere day for the movies we see uh the end of loomer and crony's teen slasher baby's holding a chainsaw and everyone's covered in ketchup blood I think it's pretty funny. Me too. You know, they uh, they had fun, mm-hmm. and they put together a film that the whole family can enjoy. <laughs> this was by far of the three movies that we saw. Ren, is this kind of is it fair for me to say this one was the best? Bryce, this was the only one that was entertaining. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, because the Ned and Cookie they're gonna do their reveal, and it's gonna be it's gonna start off with Martin Squirrely's footage of him in the. Uh, the EV closet and people start laughing and Squirrely's like, Oh my God, why are they doing this to me? So great that they didn't tell him. Love that. I mean, it's for the drama. Yeah. Love that. They didn't tell him. And Martin Squirrely <laughs> thinks Ned, who was just being nice the other day is just being the he, meanest he's kid on ever. Me. Yeah. What if, uh, what if the special effects didn't work? So when <laughs> they put it in just the regular video played. So it's as if they're taunting him. Uh, Ned's would have gotten dark, Ren. <laughs> um, and so then, don't worry, the special effects do kick in, and now Martin Squirrely <laughs> is in space? Yeah, he's in outer space, he's killing ninjas, Everyone's yeah. everyone who, who once made fun of him now immediately realizes, oh, he was just shooting a scene. Yeah, and we get this really he's nice... He's a real like, actor. Um... He's sitting next to Parrot Boy, next yeah. to one of Loomer's uh, sidekicks, and he like cheers him up. He's like, he's like, "Hey, sit up! Like, this is pretty good." Um, and they all love I also it. make note of that. And then, um, you know, Monroe gets this nice moment. He walks up to Ned and Cookie. He's like, "A plus, A for the video, and plus for that," and points at Martin Squirrely getting surrounded and cheered on by all of his peers. My heart was warm. It was, it's like an actual heartwarming moment because yeah. 
It's earned. It's we care about Quirley and we know who mm-hmm. he is. So, you know, there is an actual impact to his sadness. Yeah. It's not like the Mr. Right site, like half of the segment where it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's just junk. No. <laughs> uh, and so then that's it, Ren. That's all that there is to it. That's right. It ends right there. What? One of the most abrupt endings oh, yeah. we've gotten. Yeah, it was. It was very abrupt. Um, And it's just like, I don't know. I think about Nedzi Classified, and I think about the concept of a video project, and I, I you bring up a lot of really good points here, Ren. Like, mm-hmm. this project was not related at all to life science. Um, at least uh, Loomer and Crony involved the baby in their video. Yeah. Right? I don't know what Ned and Cookie did to deserve an A. I don't know. A plus. Yeah, I don't know what they did to deserve an A plus. It's great they got it. Right, but... The A was for the video, mm-hmm. and the plus was for that. Yeah, and honestly, if I were Loomer and Crony, I'd be kind of upset at how little effort was clearly put into that 10-second video. Um, they uh, they plagiarized footage. Mm-hmm, they did. Yeah, it's not even their footage. Uh, let's look at these tips. Okay. Okay. Ren. Um, and first of all, uh, Ned's, uh, I think this is pretty big. So tip number 210.tick. Keep it short. Time is li- limited. Uh, Ren, did Ned's Declassified make TikTok happen? Did Ned's Declassified make TikTok happen? So the this song? Is tip number 210.tick. No, like the app. Oh, uh, regarding yeah. content, keep it short. Time is limited. This is where TikTok got the idea. Yeah. They were watching Ned's and they were watching an episode of Ned's and thought, wait a second. Mm -hmm. Write it down, write it down. Yeah. Quick, someone write that down. He's on to something. Keep it short, time is limited. Eh. I don't know what this. Sure. This is a B. I mean, (laughs) I don't. Yeah, B. I have nothing much to say about it. Uh, what about tip number 384.87? Get a jump on the project and start early. I feel like we've gotten something like this before. We have. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's a good tip, right? Do it early. Don't procrastinate. Yeah. Sure. Should we B? Yeah, let's go with B. Big, big B. Uh, tip number 384.EMB. Quickly erase any embarrassing shots. Uh, <laughs> I, if you, uh, I mean... Like I get this, this. These are weird tips. We're getting into weird territory. Yeah, here. In today's modern age. This is an odd tip. Um, yeah, I right, so erase any embarrassing shots. Yeah, um, technically, like everything is uh, recorded now, right? Doesn't the government just film yeah. us all anyway? Yeah, we're always being watched. Yeah, is there an email that you can email the government and ask, like, if they catch you, like, uh, I don't know. Like burping, can you be like hey, that was kind of Gmail? Yeah. Please. Headline: Please delete my burp. <laughs> yeah, please, please delete like uh, like November twenty first from like five twenty five to five twenty six. I was burping. burping. Yeah. <laughs> A minute minute long burp. straight of burping. <laughs> yeah, or it'd be nice. Maybe the government should just tell us like when we're not on camera, so like we like that's when we can do like the burps and stuff. 
Like, our chip should warm up if we're being watched. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, all right, I think there's one more tip in here. Yeah, there was. We already talked about it. Always click protector tabs on your tapes. Jesus. <laughs> F. <laughs> Did you ever um, accidentally erase footage, Ren, because you didn't click your protector on the tape? This is a completely unrelatable problem to me. I would like this scenario would have never even popped up in my brain had I never watched an episode of Ned. No, no. Uh, all right, let's look at some report cards, Ren. Um, you and I did not do them last week because uh, we felt that the podcast had already reached max maximum capacity. Um, That's right. And so we didn't touch them last week. I don't feel like we necessarily need to go back, but um, perhaps this week we can kind of like just take both into consideration. Yeah, that works with me. Is that fine? Okay. That's um, fine. So I'm looking at these characters here that we have in honors. We didn't really see much of a lot of them this week. We didn't see Gordy at all. No. Um, so Ned is here. Let's start with Ned, and then we can kind of work our way around. Okay. Um, Ned is currently at a C in his academics. We did see him get an A plus at the end of the episode. Should his academics go up? Yeah, let's bump him up to a B. That's I feel okay. like an A plus in you know in episode terms is a full letter grade. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, social status. Does he get any good rep for what he did for Martin Squirrely here? I think he gets some good rep for Martin Squirrely and for freeing the dorks from Missy. Okay. Yeah, he freed the dorks. He's the dork freer. <laughs> Uh, so maybe he's like a B plus goes from a B minus to a B plus. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, power. Does the army of dorks help him gain power? I don't think so. Cause they're still dorks. Okay. So maybe he just stays. He's at a 67. Maybe he just stays there. Right. Uh, yeah, stamina. Put- he tunneled and he fell down a lot. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of falling. Um, I, th- I think helium like uh, exposure is a thing. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Helium okay. exposure. Yeah, uh, like something people always tell you, like if you suck in too much helium, like your lungs could collapse or something like that. So if you're just the in... more pure helium you inhale, the longer your body is without crucial oxygen. Mm-hmm. Breathing in pure helium can cause death by asphyxiation in just Correct. minutes. Yes. So he could have died. Cool. Yeah, I'd I've put we him at were like, laughing the whole time. I'd put him at like a A minus. He's at a B now in stamina. Yeah, let's let's bump him up. He drank a lot of helium. Yeah. Um, which brings us also to Lisa Zemo, who I think uh, I wouldn't touch any of her other areas other than stamina might also go up based on the helium. Yeah, let's give her a helium bump. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she's at a B minus. I'll put her at a B or a B plus. Let's uh let's go with B. Okay. She wasn't falling as much. No. Okay. Um. What about Susie Crabgrass? Does she, anything happened with her this week? She joined clubs mm-hmm. with Moe's. Maybe that. If maybe that shows her power. You know, she fought. Yeah. She held her own in a uh, kickboxing. <laughs> but did she? I mean, uh, did you see most? You know, they did. Yeah, they did pretty true. evil. Yeah. Uh, but she's already an A for power. That's a, like she's already pretty high oh. up there. Okay, then we can leave it. So we really, it would just be like if she's dropping anywhere. And I think the same will go for Moe's. Moe's is at straight A's. Um, so the only thing I can think of is social status for Moe's, where potentially she might go down because she uh, 
like made a video on Mr. Right. But they loved the kids loved yeah, the video. The kid, yeah, they and she like kept it. the skateboarding thing in, which they loved even more. Mm-hmm. Okay, we leave it. All we right. leave it. And then Cookie, lastly, uh, I assume we'll give Cookie that stamina bump. Yep. Helium bump. Yeah, the, the helium bump. Okay. All right. Um let's look. Is is there anyone else in this cast that we feels like needs some credit this week if we're looking at the college prep? Should kids? we look at Mr. Wright? Do we have a tab for him yet uh we definitely do definitely do give me uh there it is just trying to remember what it was called okay uh yeah we definitely have mr right on here um mr i think his popularity increases okay his um so his what would that be his power or social his social status social status okay so his social status is at a c does it go way up because of the whole skateboarding thing? They didn't go crazy for BMX uh, legend Matt Hoffman. Matt, yeah, they do love their their extreme skills here. Um, so maybe a full letter grade? Okay. Uh, so from a C to a B? Yeah. Okay. So let's put them at... Um, yeah, so let's put him there. Let's put him at a, a 85 then. Nice. Okay. Um, anyone else here? I'm looking around to see if there's anyone else who could be moved on over. Um, not really. Monroe. Not really. No, I feel like this is good. Everyone else... Um, it was really like the main three this week had had their big presence. Otherwise, it was yeah quiet for most others. I was bumped to n- not see any Gordy. See any who Gordy? Gordy. What is it's he? It's always to? it's always a bummer not to get him. Yeah, it would be he. He's the equivalent of like um losing out on Chef Victor, right? Yeah. <laughs> like there's no Victor in this episode, and you can feel it. Okay. Um. So Ren, I guess. All that has us left doing is reading the episode itself. Um, this is a tough one for me. Yeah. What do you think? At first, I thought I liked it more than last week's. But now that yep. we've kind of analyzed and discussed it, I'm really not sure. Because, like, the problem is, what I like, the good stuff in this episode is really good. Mm-hmm. Like a Quirly and Moe's Susie dynamic. But like everything else is either lackluster, mediocre, just like in the case of Missy, bad. Yeah. Um, and like, I you and I didn't talk too much about it, but like the montages are starting to really wear on me. They're also starting to reuse music. Have you noticed mm-hmm. that? Yeah. The song yeah. we got this week was one we got a few weeks ago. Um, I don't feel like I need a montage unless it's actually good. And the we've already had with electives and first day, we've already had montages of people trying things, and that's all that yeah. this montage was. Um. So I'm kind of like personally, I'm looking at this episode as maybe like a four point five, which is lower than my score for last week. Yeah. I. A lot of my biggest issues Mm -hmm. with the episode i feel 
it comes down to how Missy's characterized. It comes down to how she's to how she's portrayed. I think she's a very like of all the bullies the show has introduced so far, she is by far the least compelling and the one I care about the least. Yeah. Like her little and like the idea of Missy making her own survival manual, that is a great episode premise. Mm-hmm. But it like it gets like two scenes and it's utterly wasted. Like the the good idea for this episode would be to have like Missy's hints actually take off and be a little bit helpful at have first. It, yeah. But ha- but have long lasting and damning consequences yeah. later. Have them be distributed, right? And have people yeah. be like like they're conflicted because Ned's tip says one thing and Missy says another. Like like what advice? If the whole episode is about advice. Yeah. Missy's manual can say, oh, I don't have time to study for an exam. Cheat on your test. So maybe like one of like uh, crony cheats or something in Mr. Monroe's class. And then he gets caught before the segment is over. Mm -hmm. Like Monroe finds out after the fact or something because that in the framing will be that that was a bad tip. Yeah. Yep. (sighs) So that made me dislike the episode. Just, like, the wasted potential there. Mm-hmm. And I already, you know, the, our, my video criticisms are still pretty fresh. Yeah. So I think I'm going to go with a four. Okay. Yep. Yep, we're getting, um, we started out high with season two, and now we're kind of, like, middling out again, as we were towards the end of season one. Where we're kind That's of, like... too bad. Yeah. Um, and, like, I'm telling you, it's, like, it's almost like too much of a good thing is maybe not a good thing at this point. Like, I, I don't know if it's just like my own personal take with Ned's. Like I said, like I'm in, enjoying the ride, but it's like, I'm feeling less and less enthusiastic about the episodes. Yeah. I I agree with you. So samesy. Like um, the strength <laughs> of the series so far has been those bits of continuity and the fact that you can tell that time is passing and characters are actually developing and maturing, even if it's just like in the most minor ways possible. Yeah. That's what I like and appreciate about Ned's, but the actual episode writing and plot premises, they're becoming very like derivative of one another, like Mm -hmm. less than like 20 episodes in we're already We've already gotten th- the same storyline fundamentally three times. Three times. Yeah. Like, I, I, I know it must be difficult trying to come up with two plot lines for a single episode. It's basically double the workload for a whole season. Yeah. But this is way too early to already be out of ideas. And middle school is not exactly a premise that's devoid of ideas. There's so many, so many ideas. You and I came up with like three or four ideas. Yeah. Just one episode. And and like the crazy thing is, like electives and school clubs and classes, like the first day of classes, mm-hmm. they're all three very different things, but Ned's decided to frame them in the exact same way. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I know. I know, Ren. Well, maybe it's uh I'm it's... hoping season two gets better. Yeah. it's a little bit of maybe like a sophomore slump going on here yeah. uh, so I'm, I'm also hoping it gets better um we will see next week ren um when we watch season two episode four of notebooks and math Ned's, yeah notebooks and math so wait the tip thing could come back right ned keeps his yeah. tips in a notebook uh all right well so 
we have that to look forward to. Thank you all so, so much um, for listening. If you like us on Facebook, you can like us on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, follow us there. Uh, we put an episode each week. And otherwise, that's all we got for you. Right? So thank you all so much and have a good rest of your day. I hope you enjoy Fear Week. <laughs> Take care, everyone. Bye. Good night. Well, what is that? Like just sharks? It, it's like Shark Week, except with fear. Yeah. So like, uh, you know how like in Shark Week you're always watching sharks on TV. Yes. In Fear Week, your greatest fears are projected onto whatever screen you're looking at. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> That'd be a good movie premise, though, right? Yeah, it'd be really good. Fear Week. Fear let's week. Let's, uh, let's work on the script. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll get a copy out to you sometime tomorrow. Well,